0: I'm me, you're you, and this is Wiggly's Book Club, episode 024. I think that was a little hot. Wiggly's Book Club is a fortnightly read, brought to you every other week. <laughs> Uh, exclusive to Giant Media Ball. GiantMediaBall.com. Check the website for show schedules. Wiggly's Book Club is brought to you live from Sloppy Joe's Bar in beautiful Easton, West Ward, Northampton, and Mulberry. That's the nicest spot in West Ward. <laughs> My house. Without any further ado, let us now go live to Wiggly and Sloppy Joe's Bar for a reading. Of another chapter of the 1957 edition, Martin Gardner's Fads and Fallacies in the Name of Science. Cleaner number 19038. Hey, where's my book? I better turn the light on. Turn the light on first this time. I think I learned my lesson. So many things going wrong. I turn on the mic and there's no phantom power. And then I can't. I find one Duracell, one energizer. So if you don't know, I'm driving this with a Tascam IXZ uh, plugged into an iPad. And then we go from there. And then I go lit. Um, I like to burn wood, you know. Not not wood like, uh, like a big giant log I bring in and set on fire. But these little, I don't know what the hell you call them uh natural wood incense so or you could call it incenso de santa fe and uh today i uh, started burning um uh, alder i thought yeah alder so then it's like a freaking smoke screen in here today i'm uh, making it keeping it simple kalua in some coffee an irish coffee i guess we call that i don't know if that's insulting whoa that's a lot okay good but the coffee's a little too warm so i won't do it today hey happy days i'll check something fell and i had to get this out and the other and then check behind my printer and what do you know there's fads and fallacies in the name of science by martin gardner so today i'll be able to get in a chapter that was requested 18 months ago by uh, by our own Nico Button, Chris Nico Bun. Check him out. Just go and internet it, that. Fads and Fallacies in the Name of Science. If you didn't know, Martin Gardner. This was put out by uh, Dover, Ben Dover. And the date on this, what's the, has been 048620394 8. And so, <laughs> the incense is really bothering my nose. Dover Publications, Inc., New York, Martin Gardner, Fads and Fallacies in the Name of Science. And I think 1956 was his preface by the author. And then there was an update, I know, that said... Oh, so originally 1952, and then 1957 was the uh, was the um, revision. Just to go down a little bit, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, Wilhelm Reich, Atlantis... Psionic Machines, Dr. W.H. Bates, uh, Master Bates, uh, eccentric, eccentric Sexual Theories, uh, we got to hit that again one of these days, Flying Saucers, Alfred Korzybyski, Korzybyski, uh, Larry Zabisco and Brighty Murphy, Bridie Murphy, I think, what did we read? We read two of these. In the Name of Science, Flat and Hollow, Monsters of Doom, The Forteans, uh, flying saucers zigzag and swirl down with einstein exclamation point sir isaac Bess- babson babu how are we doing on time three minutes and two seconds dowsing rods and doodle bugs under the microscope geology versus genesis we did that Lysenkoism. Lice and glazing and apologists for hate. Atlantis and Lemuria, the Great Pyramid. Medical cults, medical quacks, food fattists, Throw away your glasses. I, I think I read that uh, to myself. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I see it advertised to me on, on the internet, but I, I, I think th- probably went away. Uh, eccentric sexual theories, go or Origami, that's what we'll be reading the name Orgorn therapy uh, Dianetics, we read that And general semantics, etc From bumps to handwriting It's interesting, P and PK Like that, Brighty Murphy and other matters Appendix and notes And Brighty Murphy, I believe, was expanded upon uh, Page 315, index of names is 357 So we're going to page 250, I think 249, 250, here we go <coughs> Pardon me, because of the <laughs> freaking Adler wood. Let's see how my drink is. Mmm, it's good, but it's it's burning my. Th- this is something distinctly human. Ready? Right? I thought of this when I was walking down the steps this morning. Ready? <coughs> well, not the cough. <coughs> Ow! That hurt my chest. I think I had a heart attack. Um. Sipping, like that, the sipping of the hot. Okay, so, uh, ergonomy, organ omi, I guess, because organ, organ therapy, so organ I'm going to go with. Wilhelm Reich, the discoverer of orgone th- energy, or life energy, was born in Atlantis, uh, Austria. Let me just, uh, his mic is kind of weird. I can finally see. I don't have the lines anymore. I went in and uh, did that. Born in Austria. I don't know if I hit this, if I hit this wire. Is it making noise? Let me just... Ah, uh, boy. Is this mic on? Yeah, okay, good. I never know if I'm doing a mic or through the iPad uh, microphone. Oh, geez, sorry about that. Yikes. Born in Austria, and this is all live, friends. Uh, born in Austria, and after I get done with this, I got to do some admin stuff, and I don't want to spill my drink onto the iPad like last uh, uh, issue. Last issue. This is a this is a periodical, you see. He was born in Austria in 1897. Jeez, he's pretty fucking old. Am I talking to the right side, is Mike? Uh, let's see. I can't get it out of here. I say, yeah. What are we looking at? 6606. He received his M.D. in uh, 1992 from the University of Vienna. Love their cookies. Vienna uh, Medical School became a protege of Freud, you see. And for the next eight years, rose rapidly in psychoanalytic circles. He held several important teaching and administrative posts in Vienna, psychoanalytical organizations and contributed to their periodicals It's like this This the show's periodical i'm sorry peter never mind i don't have a joke you will find many references to him scattered among the footnotes and bibliographies of early freudian writings Politically, Reich was active in the Austrian Socialist Party uh, until he broke with them in 1930 and moved to Berlin, where he joined the communist. He was a freaking communist. Are you or have you ever been a member of the communist party or either? Oh, good. So he did that. Arthur... Arthur. Kostler, in his contributions to The God That Failed, 1949, reveals that he and Reich served in the same party cell. Here's your parts of cells, I guess, and you have parties. Among other members of our cell, writes Koestler, I remember Dr. Wilhelm Reich, founder and director of the Sexpol Institute for Sexual Politics, he was a Freudian Marxist, inspired by Malinowski, and uh, he had, he just he had just published his book called "The Function of the Orgasm." Oh, this is a good this is a good book. Oh, organa orgasm. Um, okay, good. I, mean, I don't know if you remember a hundred years ago when I said I I know of it, but I forgot what it was. I, I thought it had something to do with ozone, but it, evidently it doesn't. <laughs> uh, So he did a book called The Function of the Orgasm in which he expounded the theory that sexual frustration of the proletarian caused a thwarting of... My eyes are burning from this wood. I love it, but it's ouch. Um, Proletarian caused a thwarting of its... uh, My nose. (laughs) Of its political consciousness. Only through a full uninhibited release of the sexual urge could the working class realize its revolutionary um, potentialities and historic mission. The whole thing was less cockeyed than it sounds. Uh, Pardon me. I hope I covered that up a little bit. Reich failed, however, to convince the... Comrades of the revolutionary importance of his views, Moscow branded his writings un-Marxist rubbish. Yeah, I could see that, you know, being conservative and uh, brutalitarian. And <laughs> and it was not long until he had severed his communications with the communist movement. Uh, differences with Freud and his followers led eventually, in 1934, to Reich's, Reichs- <laughs> a formal expulsion from the... In- International Psyche, Psychoanalytical Association. I need a drink. Any reason for not being able to read right uh, yeah. Hmm. Still way too hot, but good. Having written in, how am I doing on time? An hour? Ten minutes mm-hmm. and seven. Having written in 1933 a book attacking German fascism as the sadistic expression of sex-repressed neurotics, Uh, it comes into play today, I think. Reich was not looked upon kindly by the Nazis when they came to power. You'd think Nazis get a lot of of tail with those uh, suits. Uh, Let's face it, they're they're sharp dressers. Assholes, but inhuman. Boy, they dress... uh, Fashion sense is just crazy. I think that's why they. I think that's why they rose to power. People were looking at the trousers and the, the boots and the, 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 the pressed shirts. <sighs> he fled to Denmark, then to Sweden, and finally settled in. I was going to say Ohio, but he settled in Oslo, Norway, where he. Continued his research for several years Here, however, a furious press campaign against his work was instigated And Reich came to the United States in 1939 to regain the quiet, necessary, un- undisturbed work So Norway was, like, uptight about him What the hell? For two years, Reich was in a... Ass- I'm sorry if that gets annoying, I can't help it Reich! I yeah, need to do it was an associate professor at the New School for Social Research in Manhattan. He established the Orgone Institute. I wonder if so it's Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. It's got to be Oregon Institute. I, I don't know. I have a dictionary. Uh, a laboratory in Forest Hills, Long Island. Oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah. I wonder if it's still there. I know someone that lives in the Long Island's. Kind of gross. I hope it didn't come through too bad. Ah, fucking wood. Established the Oregon Institute, a laboratory in Forest Hills, Long Island, and a press in Greenwich Village, which began issuing English translations of his books. Books were favorably reviewed in liberal, socialist, and anarchist periodicals and cited frequently in such works as the uh, Fenichil's The Jesus Christ Psychoanalytical Theory of Neurosis 1945 and Modern Woman The Lost Sex by Lungberg and Farnham Mrs. Harfavre Farnham in 1947 so look for that Modern Woman The Lost Sex at the moment right where I hope they found her at the moment, Reich is a ruddy-faced, distinguished-looking man living in a, in semi-retirement on the estate near Wrangley, Maine. There he directs the... Oh, oh, he's still alive during this time, I guess. There he directs the multi various activities of the Oregon Institute and the, I don't know what the fuck I just read, and the Wilhelm Reich Foundation, in addition to the publishing of Reich's books, the foundation also issues the Oregon Energy Bulletin, a quarterly which uh, s- superseded the International Journal of Sex Economy and or- or- uh, Oregon Research, the annals of the Oregon Institute and other literature. And drink 1355. Mmm. Should have sipped. Boy, that's that. Uh, by the way, uh, if you didn't look at the album art, because it's fucking like a Sherlock Holmes puzzle to track down, I'm drinking out of a styrofoam cup for everybody. Reich's early books The Function of Orgasm in 1927, The Sexual Revolution in 1930, The Mass Psychology of Fascism in 1933, and character analysis in 1933 were fairly close to the freudian tradition although they contain such debatable material presented in a rep, uh, repetitious heavy-handed totally humorous style they also contain many fresh and impressive ideas which have become a permanent part of the analytical analytic literature Character analysis, probably his most significant book, is still used. Remember, this is by someone that's uh, exposing the fads and fallacies in the name of science. So, uh, this has been so far in the almost two pages that I've read, um, uh, Martin Gardner has not really ripped them to shreds yet. He must like the orgasms. Character uh, character analysis, probably his most significant book, is still used in the unrevised edition by many analysts who deplore reich's later thinking particularly valuable were reich's early insights and the neurotic aspects of social and political forces and his stress on sexual health as a prerequisite for genuine morality and political progress political progress that's interesting and jim uh, um jimmy carter yeah uh, uh jimmy carter did it through a hole in a sheet uh who, who was his uh, daughter jimmy and uh, little little carter with the glasses but i was thinking of the other guy saxophone man according to right happiness and goodness are the products of sexual well-being uh, no wonder I've been so, uh, such a bastard lately. And unless a, a cultural uh, unless a culture is sexually healthy, all attempts to build a good society are bound to fail. Hey, Amen. That's gotta be it's it's all little bits, I'm sure. It's gotta be and we know that's parts of something. We know that's parts of something. Looking at you, Isis. You know, you're against sodomy, so what happens? Uh you know. Stick your hole in a jungle gym? I don't know. Stick your hole in a jungle gym. It's like a jungle gym in your hole and you're pecker in a some type of lazy Susan. I don't know. Do they do swings in their obstacle courses? Mmm. Mmm. Ah, oh, it's, it's good. It tastes like an ice cream float. Uh, all attempts to build a good society bound to fail. The change of heart or rebirth that Christian societies and uh, Tolstoyan anarchists find essential to political reform is replaced by Reichian concepts of orgastic potency. Orgastically potent individuals, in turn, are the product of proper rearing by the parent and society. Or they are former neurotics who have successfully undergone orgone therapy. Since there are so few... Because hey, if you're busy, you know, whacking a weasel all the time, uh, punching a happy clown, well, then you got, you got that going on. You don't have a lot of time for other things. Since there are... Be careful, don't dehydrate yourself. Since there are... Uh, since there are so few such of such in, so few such individuals around outside of primitive cultures, it follows that most political action is useless. Regardless of how institutions are changed, the same quick, same sick individuals take control of them, and the same sick impulses quickly corrupt good intentions. This is why, according to Reich, the Russian Revolution. Good Lord. <coughs> The Russian Revolution failed so miserably. Not until we have a society of healthy, orgastically potent citizens will we be able to achieve a decent political order. And when the order is achieved, it will be largely self-regulating with no... (laughs) Wow. It's all based on that, huh? The glazed donut. 1850, yeah, 19, we'll go with. Uh, Self-regulating With no need for Compulsive laws And morality Work democracy Is Reich's term For such a society Work democracy Mm -hmm. The United States Is supposed to be A democratic republic But uh, I don't know If that's what happens in Reich, is Reich's I, uh, term for uh, such society, it is not hard to understand why these views have combined so easily with anarchist elements in England and the United States. I'm sorry, Statsis. It would be out of place to describe here, at any greater length, Reich's early contributions to, into psychiatry theory. Psychiatric theory. Many of them are complex and technical, and in order to understand, uh, in order to be understood, would require. <laughs> well, let me take another drink. Would require, uh, require, require a mastery of the elaborate and cumbersome Reichian terminology. Oh, uh huh. That's how they get you. It sounds scientific. We, we we had we read about that in in uh, Dianetics. Dianetics, the science of whatever the fuck it is. So remember that. In Scientology is the word science right in it. Uh. Mm, cumbersome Reiki terminology. What has been said, however, should give a faint indication of the importance of the topics which Reich tackled uh, uh, courageously during the German phase of his career. I guess uh, you know, talking about some of that shit and and saying that uh, you know these governments fail and people are corrupt—that's kind of you know. I mean, that goes beyond uh, this being based on not being able to you know whack it or diddle, or flick. From this point onward, you may take your choice of one of the three possible interpretations of Reich's development. One, he became the world's greatest biophysicist. Two, he deteriorated from a competent psychiatrist into a self-deluded crack, crank, I should say. Remember, this is 53, something right. Drunk. Three he merely switched to fields in which his former incompetence became more visible. Critics who favor the last viewpoint uh, out that <coughs> psychoanal- psychoanalysis is still in such a confused um, is still in such a confused pioneer state that writings by incompetent theorists are easily camouflaged by technical jargon and a sprinkling of sound ideas borrowed from others. Uh, what is that logical fallacy called? Argument from... Uh... Boopity bleep. Too drunk. When Reich turned to biology, physics. uh... Physics and astronomy uh, Where there is a solid core Of verifiable knowledge His eccentric thinking Became easier to detect Uh 2245, yeah, that's where you go wrong See You go wrong when you Step out of bounds of your (laughs) Your own terminologies And you step into the bounds of things That could be Easily disproved. That's why you shouldn't try to prove God scientifically, or even mention uh, any type of uh, attributes of God. Because once you do, bang! You open a door for the the uh, the crackdown. I like. I love to see Charles Bronson versus God. I like that. Charles Bronson crackdown in heaven. Whatever the correct, uh, cru- uh, sorry about my uh, terrible reading. I I, 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 I'm dyslexic. I can't read. I'm blind, and the other thing, whatever the correct, and the drugs and the, and well, alcohol, I should say, and the the drug of the incense. Yeah. Whatever the correct explanation may be, there is no doubt about the great turning point in Reich's career. It came in the late thirties, when he discovered, when he discovered in Norway the existence of orgone energy. Uh-huh. Freud had earlier expressed the hope that someday his theory of the libido or sexual energy might be given a biological basis. Reich is convinced. Reich is convinced that. I read it right. Reich is convinced that his discovery of orgone energy fulfilled this hope. A discovery which he ranked. Uh, he ranks in importance with the Copernican. Copernican Revolution, uh, which is based on Copernicus. If you didn't, if you, since uh, coming in Copernicus, Comper, uh, what's that? Rotation of the Earth, Earth the Earth, the Sun, the center of the galaxy. Is that what Copernicus did? I think so. Because before that, it was. Uh, oh, wow! Too drunk. How, how, how long how long does it take for the uh, for the earth to rotate once around its axis how long does it take for the earth to uh, complete its uh, orbit around the Sun some people don't real some people don't know they answer like dum-dums. they don't know you know 24 hours a day or 365 days for a year actually 365 364 uh, fucking some decimal point that's why we need to leap to leap year with the extra day uh, such coming to america since coming to america he has considered himself less of a psychiatrist and uh, than a biophysicist, biophysicist some of these words that i think are 25 41 some of these words i think are longer than they uh, they they look shorter than they should be and that's why i sort of am stumbling on them because I think that I think biophysicists should be a, like a, you know half a sentence long, but it's not probing deeper into the mysteries of orgone energy and applying the strange new knowledge to the treatment of bodily and mental ailments. So he believes he found the energy that. Uh, can be measured i guess from an orgasm or from sexual expression exactly what is orgone energy hey we're gonna find out according to reich it is a non-electromagnetic force oh uh of berg bergson uh of bergson made particularly accessible and usable it is blue in color well, that's <laughs> blue balls and you don't have a blue anymore and then you blew your load. To quote one of from one of Reich's booklets, "Blue is a specific color of orgone energy within and without the orgasm organism, or <laughs> organism's orgasm." Classical physicists, uh, classical physics, try on that one. See, hey, classical physics tries to explain the blueness of the sky by the scattering of the blue and of the spectral color series in the gaseous atmosphere. However. It is, in fact, the blue. Uh, that blue is the color seen in all functions which are related to the cosmic or atmospheric or organ or, organismic, organismic orgone energy. So now that, that does remind me of uh, ozone, but that's not. Orgone is. Uh, orgone is. Uh, well, it's blue. Protoplasm. Protoplasm, says Reich, is blue with orgone energy. (laughs) Is it really, protoplasm? I guess you can't tell because black and white photos when people used to do their protoplasm bullshit. And loses its blueness when the cell dies. Oh, interesting. Orgone also causes the blue of oceans and deep lakes and the blue coloration of certain frogs when they are sexually excited. Oh, I see. (laughs) Horny frogs are blue not poisonous. The color of illuminating, uh, decaying wood is blue. So are the illuminating tail ends of glowworms, St. Elmo's fire, and the aurora borealis. The illumination in evacuated tubes charged with orgone energy is blue. The later has been photographed on color film and forms the cover photo of the booklet From which the above questions are taken, so-called heat waves you often see are shimmering above road. They often see shimmering above roads and mountaintops are not heat at all, Reich declares, but orgone energy. These waves do not ascend; they move from west to east at a speed faster than the Earth's rotation. (laughs) Wow. They cause the twinkling of stars, wow, all phenomena with which orthodox physis, uh, physicists attribute to static electricity. Uh, so I guess uh, when you bite into a, a lifesaver, a wintergreen lifesaver in, in a mirror, and uh, you get that spark, that's uh, your orgasm in there. These waves do not ascend. They move back and <laughs> back uh, they cause the twinkling of stars, all phenomena which orthodox physicists attribute to static electricity are produced by orgone energy. Example given, electric disturbances during sunspot activity, lightning, radio interference, and all other forms of static discharge. Cloud formation and thunderstorms, he writes, phenomena which to date have remained unexplained depend on changes in the concentration of atmospheric orgone. That is why thunderclouds and hurricanes are deeply blue. One of the hurricanes, which, um, or hurricanes, uh, that doesn't make sense. Horror pants. Horror, one of the hurricanes, which uh, we was personally experienced by the writer Reich in 1944, was a deep blue-black color. In an article in the Oregon Energy Bulletin, July 1951, Reich reports that on some experiments made by himself, which prove that dowsing rods operate by orgone energy. Okay. 3029, oh, sorry. In in the human body, orgone is the basis for sexual energy. It is the id of Freud in a uh, bioenergetic concentrate from uh, form. During coitus, it becomes uh, concentrated in the sexual parts During orgasm, it flows back again through the entire body. By breathing, the body charges its red blood cells with orgone energy under the microscope. Reich has detected the blue glimmer of red corpuscles as they absorb orgone. In 1947, he measured orgone energy with a Geiger counter. This uh, orgone can really be detected in many ways, even just in the visible light spectrum with your eyeballs. But here it happens with Geiger counters and Jesus. A recent film, rubbing your feet along the uh, rug, rubbing a balloon on your hair. A recent film produced by his associates demonstrate how motors may may someday be run on Oregon Energy. Wow, this is some good stuff. we got to get cracking on this. The unit of living matter, Reich tells us, It's not the cell, but something much smaller, which he calls the bion, or energy uh, vesicle? Vesicle? Energy vesicle. Yeah, vesicle. It consists of membrane surrounding a liquid and pulsates continually with orgone energy. This pulsation is the dance of life, the basic... Convulsive rhythm of love, which finds its highest expression in the pulsation of the orgasm formula. Bions propagate like bacteria. In fact, Reich critics suspect what he calls bions really are bacteria. And we will end there. And by the way, most of your orgone ejaculant is uh, is mucus, which is happening. Now, to try to prevent my um, whatever from being uh, contaminated by this alder wood burning. That's it. 3255. Sorry, I ran three minutes late on that. Um, back to me up in the studio. Uh, but get fads and fallacies in the name of science or try to find out more about this Oregon to find out uh, how you can uh, stick your dick in a gas tank. Or shove a light bulb up your cooter. Bye. We hope that you've enjoyed the 1957 revised edition Dover Books Classic Fads and Fallacies by Martin Gardner. On the front, it says fads and fallacies in the name of science, and on the spine and the back, it just says fads and fallacies. Anyway, own your own copy of this, I don't know, listen to 20 episodes ago, I guess, and find out what I said there twice. I guess I'm pissed off. I don't know. Need to go take matters into my own hand if you pick up what I'm orgoning down. For Wiggly and the entire crew at Wiggly's Book Club, I am Wiggly. Remember, kids, if somebody says to you, hey, uh, hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, there, uh... Want some candy? And you say no, of course. And they say how how do you get so smart? You said Rip. Reading is fundamental motherfucker.